Star Wars Legends was filled with the strongest Force users in the entire Star Wars universe, but according to this new theory, Rey holds a power that even Palpatine didn't have. And a fan-animated short has inspired some new thoughts. Welcome to Star Wars Uplink, your place for everything Star Wars gaming, the TV shows, and the movies. Let's jump in. Just you reconsider playing that message for him. While 2023 didn't have a Star Wars movie to really cling to, it was maybe one of the best years for Star Wars in quite some time. We had Star Wars Jedi Survivor, we had Mandalorian Season 3, we had Bad Batch Season 2, we had Ahsoka, and we had Tales of the Jedi, I believe, in there as well. So we had quite a bit of fun that happened in 2023. But no Star Wars movie, except for the amount of leaks and rumors and theories going around with what will ultimately come. 2026 is when we believe things to be coming. Uh, it was originally slated for 2025. That's not going to happen, but we're probably going to get an announcement in 2025 with Star Wars Celebration Tokyo. So Star Wars is in this weird limbo area, and it's weird if you compare it to maybe the last seven years, maybe six possibly 10 at the height of everything Star Wars Disney, because as soon as Disney got the license, they kicked into gear around making The Force Awakens, and then The Last Jedi, Rogue One, Solo, as well as Rise of Skywalker. So if you look in this time period, it's like, man, it's been quite some time since a Star Wars thing. But if we look at Star Wars as a whole, it's not really that much time. In yeah. fact, we're still getting quite a bit of Star Wars. It's true. And we're getting a lot of new characters to, I don't want to say play with, but they're all getting to play with. <laughs> yes. Rally around, rally mm -hmm. behind, mm -hmm. uh, have discussions for. Um, mm -hmm. But but I think something that was very interesting when we look at the sequel trilogy, there was a variety of thoughts had around the sequel trilogy of movies to it's basically a remake to this isn't Star Wars to... That's just really messy. Then we had Rogue One and Solo in there. That was like they're trying to do different things but still keep the Star Wars feel. But I, I think they were pretty successful with that. So if we look at this whole space of Star Wars, it's very fascinating to look at from a fan perspective and just try to like get in the minds of the the decision makers behind the scenes on like what is actually happening but when we look at Rey in the sequel trilogy mm -hmm. she was created and sparked as the next Luke as the the new hero for the Star Wars movies while we did have the Skywalker represented in terms of Kylo Ren we had Rey taking up the mantle of Skywalker we've had many discussions about Rey uh -huh. and how we feel about her um She's a, she's a very interesting character mm -hmm. to put in this position. Came from nothing, also another desert planet, very Skywalker-esque. Um, yeah, uh-huh. <laughs> um, grows into this very formidable Jedi mm -hmm. without much official Jedi training. Yeah. Wants to become the Jedi. Yeah, something more. Mm -hmm. Respark the Jedi. Mm-hmm. But everything seems to get in her way as far as like not being able to have the true Jedi experience. Yes. So, very interesting character. And I guess we're going to get a new... The movie that's coming out next is going to be around her-ish? She's going to be like the backbone of the movie, but more than likely not the focus. Mm -hmm. She is going to be the Luke role. 
Right. But not Luke in the original trilogy. Luke more so in the time between the original trilogy and the sequels. This idea of a character who's trying to rebuild the Jedi Order and learn from the past. But as we see in the sequels and the repercussions of his actions and what we see, honestly, in Book of Boba Fett, when we see the whole thing with mm-hmm. him and Grogu, he's not taking the failings of the Jedi of the past and learning from them. He's replicating a lot of their mistakes. Mm-hmm. So hopefully we see what Ray's movie will be is the next step. Like, what does it look like for her to go back to the original Jedi texts, to talk to Luke? to see his failings as a Jedi and look at the past failings of the Jedi and move forward. I think that's all what mm-hmm. we wanted to see from Luke. And that's why many did not like the portrayal of Luke, specifically in The Last Jedi. Yeah. I think it was fine, but I think it wasn't what a lot of people wanted to see. Yeah, I would agree. It's kind of a shame that we're not getting, we're not getting Rey as the main character, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. I feel like She's already kind of in this elusive, not even really main character role in this trilogy to begin with. It was really hard because I feel like they they tried to set her up as a really strong main character, but they made a lot of the, the mistakes that men writing women in most media do, which is they give her too much power in certain areas and then too little power in others where it's not balanced. Like she may have tons of physical or uh, combat strength, but is lacking in these others. Like most of the time when men write women in fiction or movies or TV show, whatever you have, there's this idea of making them either more like a man Mm. in terms of their story arc or replicating or mirroring that experience. Mm. Like they, they may have like where a man may be physically powerful and a, and lacking some of the like, I don't know, emotion side of things that mm. they he gains through the arc. A lot of the times there's a flip of it. Mm-hmm. But I feel like Ray as a character is more standard in like that you could have Ray as a dude. Yep. And that would be the same story. Yeah, there would be absolutely no change. And that I think that's where some of the failings of Ray as a character is. She's yeah. so powerful in one area but so weak in the other where mm-hmm. it doesn't really feel natural or normal. Mm-hmm. I think that's where we get to some of the the struggles of Rey as a character. But yeah. I, like you, I, I do wish we could see more of her in the learning elements mm-hmm. to, I don't want to say justify her character, but like add some flavor and some texture to her character that they failed to do in that, that prequel trilogy. Yeah, the, pre- sequel trilogy. the sequel trilogy gave her this very rough and tumble growth of like, okay, so she, her powers just get better Uh that was pretty much all the growth that we saw yada yada okay yeah yeah um go fetch this go fetch this go fetch this find the thing Uh you're a better jedi now it's like okay whoa so we need the character growth like we want the betterment of character not Mm -hmm. betterment of skills Mm -hmm. yeah so i feel like this could be an opportunity to see her um now i guess it's going to be kind of into the future where mm, she's 15 years after Rise of Skywalker. Yeah, so she's already going to have this established and I feel like we could have seen actual growth out of her mm-hmm. um to be like to be putting those foundations down and then creating this whole new school pretty much. It yeah. would have been really interesting. It's I think it'll be okay that we don't get that. But like now she's just going to be the mentor instead of 
the protagonist. Which I, I think it's it's going to be interesting to see her as a character who was set up as this role of the next generation of Star Wars. Like the, the structure of Star Wars was set around her as the main character. Mm-hmm. It's going to be interesting to see her take that journey to mentor because we haven't seen that in Star Wars at all, honestly, because... Yeah. Obi-Wan maybe was the closest thing to where he was the Padawan and then he became the the teacher for Anakin, but we saw how that went. Luke, on the other hand, we didn't see the transition of the mentorship. We just see flashbacks of it and we see pieces of it in some of the TV shows. So this is going to be the first time that we've seen a character throughout their whole journey get into that mentorship role. So I think that's going to be fascinating to see. Yeah, that'll be really interesting. Uh, and, And I'm excited from that perspective, too, to see what we go to. Uh, and, and the theory that we mentioned at the beginning of the episode is around Rey and this new type of Jedi. So according to this theory, Rey is going to have a new strength that will make her very interesting from a plot perspective in mm. the new movie. She's going to have, obviously we saw the Force Dyad thing and the, the Force healing that uh, definitely goes back to this idea of Darth Plagueis and, and teaching someone to save someone else from death but how she had it portrayed in the movie was that she would use some of her energy to almost like like if you had one full charge battery and a dead battery you kind of split the charge in between both of them and you have like two half empty batteries and then that's kind of how it just kept on going until there was only one battery able to be sustained and that was Ray. Uh, they, they had the loss of energy in between there uh, but this theory is around this idea that Ray's going to be introduced as this new kind of Jedi. Her new Jedi order is going to be different from what we've seen in any of the Star Wars medium before. Because we see references to this of her going back to the original texts and uh, the discussion between Luke and Rey about how they're they're, to- they're totally riveting. Like, they're exactly what you need to know. When, being sarcastic here, they're very dry. They are less... Uh, applicable to the modern day in terms of how they wanted to learn but she was doing a lot of practice in between The Last Jedi and The Rise of Skywalker and that showed in her ability to wield the force. Mm -hmm. So there's this idea that she is going to have some kind of strength, energy, force, power, any anything like that that she can utilize in this movie that will make her even more impactful than she was in the sequel trilogy. I saw this one article that had the idea around possibly having something that even Palpatine would envy, and that, I don't know what that would actually take place mm-hmm. as, but maybe it's this idea that whatever the new big bad villain type role is in this new movie, it's going to have repercussions and callbacks to whatever was previous in Star Wars. Mm, previous as in... all Everything. Oh, everything. Right, all the way back to the prequels. Mm. Uh, if we look at the height of Palpatine in terms of like his manipulation and utilizing the Force to hide his strength to the original trilogy, the height of his strength to the fall of Palpatine. And, and I think this is the best opportunity to go back and utilize the the stupidity of her being Palpatine's granddaughter. Mm. We need to see why that decision was made and how the ghosts of that are showing up in this new movie. Mm-hmm. I hope that they don't pull too much 
um, as far as the bad guy goes with Palpatine or whatever the antagonist. Mm-hmm. We don't need another thing. clone of Palpatine. We don't need it. We don't need it at all. But it would be interesting to see Ray struggling with that past, with mm-hmm. that, with that generational trauma of yeah. <laughs> Palpatine it's being true. in, being a part of her genetics. Like, yeah. that would be really fascinating. And almost like a, a Harry Potter Wizarding World thing where you re- really repress your abilities. Maybe that shows up in other ways. But I think in terms of the the big bad, it could be something entirely new. A lot of people are talking about maybe the Rakuten Empire, maybe the Yuuzhan Vong or something else. But I think they could also go back to maybe they utilize those books in some way. Some level of teachings in those books where they set up the new Jedi Order. Maybe on that planet is a deeper, darker, dark side force that they have to come to terms with or is a pull toward uh, corrupting the minds of the two people that are that are that are rumored to be the main characters I think that could be interesting that mm-hmm. they open these books and they find these things and they they see where the Jedi were saying hey don't do this and then obviously they go do that yeah it could be another thing where it may be raised setting up the school with someone else and that person mm-hmm. it's rumored maybe finn possibly right would finn go to the dark side uh, i don't hmm. think so i don't, I don't think, think so. he would that would be interesting, that would be interesting. Um, <laughs> but i do think that finn is going to finally have something to do that is beyond yelling ray's name and could be during that 15 year period he learned to utilize his force sensitivity that they they set up and did nothing with in rise Mm -hmm. of skywalker (laughs) yeah poor guy yeah i think that could be interesting um adam driver has said he's not going back to star wars so we're not gonna do a (laughs) Nothing Kylo Ren, and I think that would be great to step away, like use this as an opportunity to clean the slate, mm-hmm. introduce some new characters while guiding the um, the previous characters that we had into something interesting. I think that could be cool. And to let someone stay dead. That'd be great. That would be awesome. <laughs> because... <laughs> That is the probably the biggest thing that happened since Disney bought Star Wars was this lessening of danger, death, and damage. Because we see in Obi-Wan, oh, stab through the gut, we're going to do it twice, and they're all going to live. Sorry, Qui-Gon, but this is how Star, the Star Wars works now. And then in Ahsoka, Sabines get stabbed, boom, perfectly fine. They don't need to stab these things. It's just lessening like, oh, anyone that could have died previously could still be alive. Mm-hmm. Like, I wouldn't be surprised if freaking Qui-Gon Jinn comes back at this point. Gosh, um, we've already seen his force ghost, so yeah. probably not. But, but, but. He could have survived. Yeah. Just he the was fact just that, weak. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> just the fact that they've been able to, like, get away with these things and kind of hold that as like a backup like well just in Mm -hmm. case yeah unless someone freaking gets their head chopped off on screen Mm -hmm. they could still be alive Mm -hmm. i mean Cobb vanth is probably still alive yeah oh yeah he's definitely still alive we saw him in the tank yeah yeah he's still alive um Mm -hmm. did the blue guy really die i don't know cad bane yeah did he he's Mm -hmm. probably not dead (laughs) he had that little thing beeping on his chest that's 
probably means he's still alive yeah, somehow, somewhere. <laughs> um, so yeah, there's there's that thing. But this idea and this theory is around Ray possibly having something that she learned from those books be the next kickoff of whatever the next movie is going to be. And I think that's exciting. Mm-hmm. I almost wonder if this is going to tie in with the... Um the show about like the beginning of the Jedi mm. or I wonder the, the if they're going to Dawn of the Jedi. Yeah. I wonder yeah. if they're going to like make kind of a little tie in with that to be like, these books are from that time and maybe she'll be learning something that they knew. Mm-hmm. That'd be interesting. I would love to see that. Uh, as we were talking about in our look back on 2023, there's this correlation and this idea around cloning early on in the timeline. There was a big connected string of things of like what was happening around cloning, both in the in the Mandalorian as well as what happened in the Bad Batch. So I think that could be what we see forward. Was like we have these jumps through timelines. But there's a, a a piece that we see, like it could be introduced in this Ray movie and then explained further in the Dawn of the Jedi. And then that piece in Dawn of the Jedi could be picked up later on. So there's this like mm-hmm. cycle of the story. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Lately, we have been seeing this like theme, mm-hmm. like some kind of theme going on with all the shows and things and um, so it'd be really interesting to see if they continue stuff like that within yeah. like several years worth of Star Wars that comes out or mm-hmm. I don't know. I'm just curious. I'm curious where they're going to take all of that. Yeah, it could be interesting. Mm-hmm. Uh, switching gears a little bit, though, uh, talking about looking back at the different eras and timelines and, and ideas in Star Wars. There were a group of fans that got together and recreated the fight between Obi-Wan and Anakin from Revenge of the Sith. The big icon iconic scene and they recreated it in the style of the Clone Wars animated show so they have this really awesome short we'll link it in the description here definitely go check it out it's super freaking awesome but it made me start wondering of like could we see more of this idea like Hmm. what would it look like to go and revisit some of these scenes and expand on it a little bit and give it some extra texture, give it some extra flair, maybe jump in between other things that were happening at the same time that they it didn't make sense to put in the movie. And I think the perfect format would be Tales of the Jedi mm. with this. What What are your thoughts? Uh, first of all, I love fan-made things. Yes. <laughs> As a fan creator myself, mm. um, yeah, I'm, I'm all here for it. I just think we can add so much flavor to... Yeah somewhat sterile things or mm-hmm. things that have just been overlooked or I don't know. We, we see things that, um, yeah, that maybe that wasn't necessarily there, but we can add that to it. I don't know. I think fan stuff is great. Um, I think it's a great idea for tales of the Jedi to take on. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it, it will push their boundaries. Um, yeah. and I think it'll give them not necessarily direction, but maybe it'll just kind of spark a little flame to be like, oh, yeah, this is what we could be doing. You know, like uh-huh. this is we don't have to make super new things. Honestly, if you look at the Ahsoka part of Tales of the Jedi, like it didn't add a whole lot of things. It made the timeline more complicated because Ahsoka's timeline actually got adjusted from the book origin. Like there's three different ways that Ahsoka attacked her first Inquisitor mm. and who knows which one's which. That's still like history though. <laughs> yeah. 
it's totally Dave Filoni, honestly. Uh, so there's this idea of like, honestly, what I would like to see more of is a return to these ideas, these key moments and fleshing it out. Maybe mm-hmm. starting with like the key moment and then going past it. Like mm-hmm. what are the next steps that they had to do with this story that they were telling? Mm-hmm. Like what does it look like for them to have this experience and go a little bit deeper? Or like honestly, my biggest gripe with the Tales of the Jedi is they didn't have enough time and they jumped in between too many things. Mm-hmm. I think each season of Tales of the Jedi should just be one story. Mm-hmm. And that one story, like, I loved the the Count Dooku, Qui-Gon Jinn stuff, mm-hmm. but I feel like they didn't get enough time Mm-mm. with each of those moments to make it impactful like it right. should have been. Right, It's like what... I understand that this is trying to prove a character point, mm-hmm. but we never really got to see that come to fruition. Yeah, like, I, I think it's... It would be interesting. Like they, they tried to tell different stories with the same through line, the same messages throughout this different parts of Count Dooku's life. But I feel like they didn't quite give enough detail and texture that mm-hmm. they could have done if they did the whole season about that. And then the Ahsoka stuff, it was kind of like, yeah, we've seen this before. Um, didn't add a whole lot. Baby Ahsoka's super cute, which we probably all figured. Uh, <laughs> so there's a lot of stuff like that. But I think going back to those those key moments could be interesting and taken a little bit further. We saw uh, the reverse of this with Ahsoka and retellings of Clone Wars in live action. Mm. I think that was fascinating mm-hmm. to see. So I, th- I think it could work in the reverse, but also take it a little bit further. Mm-hmm. What do you think? It's becoming a very Star Wars thing, uh-huh. <laughs> in a way, to back up and go forward yeah. within the stories that we know. Mm-hmm. So I think it would be totally valid. Like I think it's it's so fascinating and it's something that we all can like really get behind as far as like it's a story we all know but it's something that we might not have known about a specific character yeah i feel like that's what tales of the jedi really should be it Mm -hmm. should be a fleshing out of what we might have missed or yeah or even just all these jedi that we see walking around the background it's like who are they yeah like don't they have a story like come on <laughs> yeah I feel like fleshing out that background like mm-hmm. like you're saying the Jedi walking past that sea and they could do something further and maybe Count Dooku and Ahsoka were just the the starting points that are like this is the ideas that we can have let's keep the animation team going let's right. keep the 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 sword sharpened the like everything kind of like nice and lubricated and like the the team is still working on things together so when it's time for them to go further they still can and it's not starting from scratch and maybe the future stuff is like what does it look like to have a story on Quinlan Voss what does it look like to have maybe another story with Thrawn more typical of the Thrawn stories that we see in the books mm-hmm. what does it look like for maybe this completely new character that was introduced in the Mandalorian or Andor or Soka or what have you take those ideas take those characters and flesh it out a little bit bring it to the forefront a little bit more i mean the idea around star wars is this is a lived-in world this is a world that has been going on for centuries and we're just getting started like we're hopping into the middle of the story and then we're fleshing things out back and forth in between that that's why you have the the star wars timeline of like we're going to flesh out here and it's going to be a story that we don't start it like the beginning of any story we start with the story already going i almost wonder i almost want the tales of the jedi to be more clear about what its goal is 
Um, mm-hmm. I feel like we get a lot of these shows that's like, oh, it's Ahsoka, it's Obi-Wan, it's this. And it's like, okay, we generally get an idea of what the show is based on the the, the title. Yeah. So, Tales Unfortunately, of, yes. Yeah. Uh, Tales of the Jedi is specifically vague. Uh-huh. <laughs> and I actually appreciate that. But I think it would be cool if this is like, like, could Tales of the Jedi become something more like the fables that Jedi would tell the Padawans? Yeah. Like, is that what this is? Like, is this yeah. just like, like, what is this? It doesn't have to be real. It doesn't have to, it could be fiction, but mm-hmm. it's still the tales of the Jedi, you yeah. know? Like, it's like Star Wars Visions. Right, right. But like, it just needs. canon. Yeah, it, it just, it'd be really cool just to see it become more of a. A playground yeah. for yeah. Star if it's going to be a playground, make it a playground. Right. Let them do some crazy stuff. Let them take the characters in interesting directions. Mm-hmm. Don't just. I know it's stepping stepping back from this whole idea that sparked of like, could we see more key moments told in animation style? Mm-hmm. What if it is stepping away from that and bringing some crazy ideas into the animation front to flesh out these characters that we may not know or that we may know just go off the walls with crazy train let them truly experiment with the characters and the medium and the storytelling do stuff in animation that you couldn't do in live action true true i think that could be cool yeah i think i think i just want more creativity out of the stories themselves mm-hmm. yeah mm-hmm. Uh, honestly what i want out of Star Wars in general is more complete stories. Mm-hmm. Like Andor, yeah. they know exactly what they're going to be. Yep. Ahsoka is like, we're going to make a show that could be seven episodes and that's <laughs> it. Or it could just be 28 seasons where yep. everything happens but nothing happens. Mm-hmm. I would love to see some more complete stories in Star Wars. Like the original trilogy was a complete story. Mm-hmm. Yes, it did set up for uh, things for the future, but... You can watch those three movies and be satisfied. Mm-hmm. You can watch A New Hope and be satisfied. Same with prequels. You can watch, um, honestly, you can watch Phantom Menace and be satisfied. Like it, It's so separate from the other two that yeah. you can kind of just watch that one. <laughs> uh, but the prequels, yes, it's pulling things from the original trilogy and, and fleshing it out more. But you can sit with those three movies and be satisfied. Mm-hmm. Uh, the prequel trilogy struggles with this a little bit, mostly because of the lack of direction and knowing where they were going to end, because that's not J.J. Abrams' thing. He knows how to start things. He does not know how to finish things. So bringing him in on a project to finish something, not working. But if we look at Solo, a Star Wars story, that knew exactly what it was going to be. It is a standalone story. Yes, does it set things up for the future? 100%. 100%. It, you can watch that and be satisfied. Mm-hmm. Same with Rogue One. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're fleshing stuff out with Andor, but you can watch Rogue One and be perfectly fine with just that. So I would just love to see more of this, like, we're going to set up the pillars of Star Wars that are going to flesh out in these specific ways, and then we're also going to have, like, Ahsoka that's going to run as long as they need it to, or Mando, which is going to run as long as they need it to. But I think there is an opportunity for Tales of the Jedi to start telling those complete stories and jumping in between these different eras. And I think that's kind of where people like us, the fans, actually can shine. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like we see a direction and be like, I actually think it could end like this. Yeah. Um, I Sometimes I think that these guys up in their tall towers of yeah. like more beating... 
in it's there. It's California, like, so it's yeah, like it's not like tall towers. Just, it's like large right, expanses right. in a tiny <laughs> office in this huge parking lot. Right. Yeah. They're just over here talking, being like, what would fans like? What would they want this to be like? Mm-hmm. Blah, blah, blah. Why can we make this one movie about? It's like, yeah. I feel like we as fans see the bigger picture a little yeah. easier. Maybe. Maybe that's grand thinking. Mm. But And hopefully Dave Filoni and his current role will help fix that. Yeah. But we shall see. Let us know, though, in the comments below if you're watching this on YouTube or contact at uplinkpodcast.com. Would love to have that discussion with you. What do you think around this idea of Tales of the Jedi and telling more of these stories in animation? And what are your thoughts on Rey possibly being much more powerful in this new movie? Let us know in the comments below. As always, thanks for listening and may the Force be with you.